welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So I'm sure by the title, you will definitely know what I'm going to talk about in this episode. I have a list in front of me. It is a Saturday evening. I am actually, let me just chit chat with you for a second. I am chilling at the house by myself. This is technically my quote unquote off day. However, what I have found when I'm tapping into what's called my human design, I have recognized that in order for me to be happy, I need to do things that light me up. And one of the things that lights me up is creativity. So that can include recording podcasts. It can include uh, taking pictures, video, vlogging, you know, playing with my planner, depending on what it is in my home, organizing my home, because this morning I organized a brand new dresser. Um, I got the inserts from Ikea and I am just super excited to do things like that. And one of the things that I talked about in the vlog that should be publishing soon, because it's pretty much a week in my life and recapping my husband's birthday, is that I've recognized that other people may see what I do and they're like, wow, that's a lot of work. And that just means that what I'm doing doesn't resonate with you, which means that it's probably not a part of your human design. However, you may do things that doesn't resonate with me, right? And so everybody has their own human design. Um, I'll talk about that on another future podcast episode, but I really wanted to get into something that I've been getting a lot of questions about on Instagram, on YouTube lives, and when I actually meet with my clients. And so what I thought that I would do is share not all, but some of the systems that I currently use actually that has helped me grow to then scale my business. Now, what I have also included in the link in the show notes is a list of all of these, you know, I'm going to say systems or subscriptions. And I ask that you, they are affiliate codes. I do want to put that out there, but some of these codes give you money, right? So you definitely want to check that out. And so these are not in any particular order. What I did is just sit down and think about, okay, from a private practice standpoint, what do I commonly share the most? And then from a scaling perspective, what do people ask me about the most? And then I've also included those links. Now, what I'm also working on, and it may be available by the time that you listen to this podcast is that I'm working on a back page to my website that has like also equipment that I use for even recording my podcast or doing my vlog or my ring light, because a lot of these things are actually in my Amazon store, but sometimes people just like to see the picture that they want and click it versus going through the hassle of going to my Amazon store, finding it in a section, you know, and all the things. And so I'm working on putting together a website page related to systems and also related to equipment because that's what's been requested on Instagram. Okay, so let's go over these resources and I'm mainly just gonna tell you what they are and what I use them for. And so the first one is Simple Practice. I have been using Simple Practice for since 2016, just about. 
Now I've used a couple of other EHRs. I've tried Theranos. I've done Office Ally. I had Office Ally for the longest. That was actually my first EHR. But then over time, I just wanted something more modern that was more pleasing to the eye and that was easier to navigate. And so we now use simple practice. And when I say we, I'm always thinking about like my past group practice that I had because I had about seven therapists at a time. And so there's a link for you. And with a free trial, if you decide to sign up, you will earn a hundred dollars on your account. So that is epic, right? So I use simple practice and some of the things that I use simple practice for are, but not limited to, you know, sending my clients reminders for their sessions, communicating with my clients in the portal, sending them documents to sign even beyond consent forms and policy forms. For example, I work with a nonprofit that pretty much I'm positioned to be able to do assessments like intakes with some of their clients. However, um, it doesn't mean that I see them long term. My whole goal is to help the case managers out to see what level of care they truly need from a psychological perspective. And then we'll link them with services and I may do some short term treatment. With that said, I will need them to sign a release of information because I want to be able to talk to their caseworker. I want to be able to talk to if they are involved in the DCFS system with children, because these are men and women who are getting out of prison. Okay. And sometimes they are not dealt the best deck when they get out. We need to collaborate with a lot of people, which means that I may have to send this individual multiple forms as I become more aware about all the collaborators on this particular case. And I don't want to have to wait until I see the person in person to be able to have them sign a physical form. So you can also run reports. You can uh, log your the money that you get paid from clients. You can run Stripe payments. It's a whole lot of stuff, including they offer CEs and things like that. So check out Simple Practice. The next tool that I use that is so important, especially after you start collecting money, is Intuit, also known as QuickBooks Self-Employed. Now, if you have to do payroll, then that's a little different. I still gave you a link for Intuit, but I'll also, which I'll talk about in a second, I'm going to give you access to Gusto Payroll. And the reason I'm distinguishing you know, between the two is that QuickBooks actually has a payroll built inside of it. I just, over time, preferred Gusto just because of the onboarding process and other documentation that they had within their system that QuickBooks did not have, I would have to pay extra for it. So I use QuickBooks for um, one side of my business and my bookkeeper pretty much goes in there. You can add somebody with access um, like your CPA or accountant, and then they can actually go in there and reconcile your books. Now, if you have one client right now, definitely you can use an Excel sheet, right? That's what I did for honestly the first like two years of my private practice. Granted, I was working at a nine to five job. I was seeing like four to five clients a week and I was really diligent with looking at my numbers every single Saturday. So if I would were to start, stop seeing clients at like 12 or one o'clock, I would purposely stay at my office for an extra hour to do all of my numbers, submit all of my billing because I don't want to do it when I get home. I don't want to do it on Sunday. And then technically on Sunday, I will be going back to work in the jail at that time. And so, you know, you really have to look at your schedule and get very disciplined in order to keep track, especially if you're doing an Excel sheet. So you have QuickBooks and you can earn up to $50 on QuickBooks. Then you have Gusto Payroll. You can earn up to $300. Oh my gosh. So Gusto, I love it. It is very modern. It gives me the feel and look of like a simple practice, but it has so many perks. You can again, give access to an HR person, your 
tax person or CPA person, they file your payroll taxes. All you need is your like EIN or tax ID number with, you know, basic information about your business. You can send onboarding paperwork to your new team members or contractors or even international people. They can fill it out. You can pay them direct deposit. It's just so many things that you can do in Gusto. So check out Gusto Payroll. Now, in terms of creativity, I definitely use Canva and I use Canva, the paid version, because it gives me way more options than the free version. So one little tidbit that I typically will say to my clients or people who come to like a virtual event or live event is that free will only get you so far. Free can get you started. But if we're talking about eventually moving from, for example, one to many and you're scaling your business, I don't want to see on your social media profile or the thread, the same black girl with curly hair that everybody is using on Instagram. I make a joke about this, but I'd be dead ass serious on my Dope Therapist Academy calls. I will actually pull up the girl and I'm like, I bet not see this girl or this woman on nobody's pictures. She is overly used. It's about three black women and one black man that is overly used in Canva, y'all. How about you get in front of a camera how about you go get some of your therapist friends and act like they clients or something. You can take a picture of them from the back and you from the front, like you sitting at a table with them or something like that and take some pictures, like some real ones, okay? So I definitely have Canva. I use Canva for eBooks, graphics for YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much all social media platforms, um, YouTube thumbnails, workbooks for our coaching programs and so many more things, including speakers kit, media kits, anything for PR. I do all of that in Canva. So check out Canva to get some free credit as well. Then I use G Suite. And so I started using G Suite back in 2014 when you had to physically sign a BAA. Now, one thing I will say is that if you're going to use G Suite for your private practice, you don't want to get your clients in the habit of emailing you. I'd prefer them to use the client portal. The only time that I would tell clients that they can't email me is if they needed to, let's just say, reschedule their appointment. Um, because if they text back to the reminder system, it goes to the cloud. So they can just email me back and say, hey, I need to reschedule. They don't need to tell me why. I may need to call them. But bottom line is I don't want them going that deep. Also, if you email people outside of your, like out of my drtk.com, it may not be all that HIPAA, which is why you want to be very careful about what you do and don't send. So all type of documents for a client's care, I need to send it via fax with a PHI attached to it, meaning the client and the person agree that that's the way that I can send it with a cover letter, or I will upload it to the portal and the client needs to download it, print it and send it wherever they need to send it. Okay. But G Suite, I also have team members in my G Suite. And so what's nice is G Suite is very inexpensive. It's like $10 for a professional account. I know the, they have a $5 one, but I think it came with like a certain amount of storage. And I knew because I have a video editor, I do a lot more creative work and content creation. I knew that I needed to have a good amount of storage because I will be sharing information with my video editor and podcast show notes writer. So every single team member that is more on the administrative side, they actually have a G Suite email address. So for example, there's an email address related to when you're on an enrollment page. If you get stuck, then you can email that address at the top of the page, okay? If people just enrolled in DTA, there's a particular email address that we tell them to contact us if for some for whatever reason they cannot find their enrollment 
confirmation email. But once they do that, they actually have to go through the correct steps of completing a, a support ticket within the portal. Okay, so we use G Suite to communicate with one another. G Suite is also connected to certain people's profiles in Gusto. It's also connected to Slack because that is the way that I communicate to people on my team that are international. And so G Suite is a lovely thing. And like I said, we have five email addresses and we only pay $30. Okay, $30. Canva is about, I know it's less than $200 every year. And remember, these are expenses that you're going to file on your taxes. So make sure that you talk to your tax person. Okay. Another system that I use in my business, and I actually pay for, what is it? The $12 YouTube red to like skip through all the commercials um, because I like to watch content on my TV in my living room. I send certain things to my team to watch as well, but nevertheless for myself, I sometimes even need to watch my own videos without any interruptions, no commercials. But then I also study other people as they promote their products and services on YouTube. And so if you want to learn more about my YouTube channel, then I've also included that link below. And the things that are in our YouTube channel include, but not limited to, um, I have like a Disney little section because I do Disney a lot with my family and my, you know, the two, the two boys. I have a section about being like a mom boss type situation. I don't like to use the word balance anymore. I use the word integration because I believe that you should not have to choose of being a wife, mom or caregiver and business owner. Then I have certain sections about like private practice growth, scalability and things like that. So you can check out the YouTube videos and some of my podcasts. I actually go live. Um, now, moving into scalability, some people have asked, what platforms do you use for your online courses and why? So I want to be very clear. As I have grown my business over time, I have preferred or I'm going to say built a preference for certain systems based off of certain things they have that other systems don't have, which means that I might have to some people two systems that look like they do the same thing but they don't based on my needs in my business. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. So I have Kajabi mainly for my online courses. However, Kajabi, it has the ability to do email marketing, automation, upsells, downsells. If you don't know what those mean, you know, maybe we need to link up when I talk about having a mastermind or a live event. Okay. So just make sure that you follow the podcast, follow me on Instagram, because right now it's the second week of April and I'm about to make a very huge announcement in the next like week. Okay. So, and that might be when this podcast is airing. So just make sure that you pay attention. Okay. But nevertheless, you can have your website on Kajabi. You can have landing pages on Kajabi. You can take payments on Kajabi, whether it be paying full subscription or recurring payments like a membership. You can do pretty much everything on Kajabi. However, I had another system before I invested in Kajabi and it's called Samcart. Samcart I use as a checkout system. I prefer their analytics with the way, honestly, that it looks and some other things that, that happens on the back end in terms of communicating with clients when they default in payment. I don't need to personally email someone. Our system will do it a few times. And then after about two times, we will have a team member also reach out to our students to like see what's going on. But needless to say, I have SamCart for more of a checkout and analytics and some other tech stuff. And then Kajabi, I use it for mainly my online 
courses, okay? Have I thought about moving over my email marketing to Kajabi? Yes, but then I have certain products and services that are on what's called Evergreen, meaning they're on sale all the time. Now, can I build Evergreen in Kajabi? Yes. Is it built the way that it's gonna flow in a funnel that I build it to be? No, <laughs> okay? Now, people have you know done these things in Kajabi. I'm just letting you know what my preference is. So you also have links to try out Kajabi and or SamCart for 14 days. SamCart also gives you the ability to have an online course. Now, they do not have a website. They do not have email marketing. However, when it comes down to the drag and drop feature on the sales page, it is a lot more smoother on SamCart than it is on Kajabi. And I'm mainly speaking about the mobile version. If you don't know how to design it or do the HTML code, I'll give the example. I was like, I had a photo shoot and I was like uh, laughing on a couch, right? So the, the picture is horizontal. So you would think that because it's a hero picture at the top of the website, you would assume that, oh, okay, if my picture fits into the box, I'm good. However, I was offering a CE workshop in 2021 and I sat there and made that whole sales page and enrollment page. And then I looked at it from a mobile device and I realized that it was only showing my feet. And I'm like, well, that ain't cute, right? Like I needed to show me laughing, but there was no way that I can drag it over. But when I did it in SamCard, it just automatically converted to the mobile version. So you have to play around with them. That's why I say do the trials, do one at a time and see which ones you like. But for example, this is where you would go to YouTube and say, you know, can I watch a versus video? like Kajabi versus Sam cart, but what do you want to use it for? Do you want to use it for a checkout cart? Like you want to be specific because if not, you're going to go down the rabbit hole. And depending on how many people say that they're interested in me taking them behind the scenes of maybe a Kajabi or Sam cart, I might just not show you how to build a funnel, but just show you what it looks like. Okay. I might do that on like a YouTube live podcast episode. So that's Kajabi and Sam cart. Now for email marketing, I've trained my clients on ConvertKit. That's the system that I was on for the last like six years. I just discontinued my renewal for ConvertKit because I have now moved over to ActiveCampaign. ActiveCampaign, I needed to build my way up to that thing. It was like getting into a fight with Mayweather, right? So I needed to make sure that I was ready to go all in because one, the investment itself was way more than ConvertKit. I also needed to make sure that it was going to do all the things that I needed it to do that ConvertKit does not do. Okay, if that makes sense. So you don't want to just be spending money because I say that I have these systems. You have to look at what are you using it for? And the reason why I tend to turn my clients on to ConvertKit first is because it looks like a Gmail account. It is very simple to use, okay? But there's a link for ActiveCampaign if you want to check it out as well. And you can also hire people to set up things for you in your email marketing. For my clients, I just want them to know what their systems are doing and what's supposed to be in there. Because if anything were to happen with a contractor or a team member, you need to know what they're doing. And you need to know at least how to take over or how to find somebody quickly to take over, right? Now, the last system that I'll share with you is what I use for my social media scheduling. I use later.com. Some of the things that I love about later, I love everything about later, but it shows some kick-ass analytics 
for all of your posts way deeper than Instagram. It actually pulls up some of the same information on Instagram, but you can see it on the desktop. One of the things that sold me is that one of my team members who does the social media, she's international. So instead of giving somebody the login to my Instagram, which I can, you know, I trust her. Um, but in the beginning, we were just getting to know one another. And so we were like, okay, to not have to do the whole text thing with the code to get access when somebody logging in from a different country, I'm just going to give you access to this later. So later, depending on which plan you have that's paid, you are able to add a team member or two onto your account. And then from there, they can actually go in and schedule stuff for you, including threads and stories. You can post on Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, and or Facebook. But I know that based off your plan, they will give you a limit of how many profiles you can post at a time and you know so many other things. You can also create a link in bio where if somebody clicks on the picture, they can go automatically to the like sales page for something. And then they also have... Um, your ability to post uh, or schedule stories. Now, the one thing I will say with stories is that it does have to be a push notification because it'll automatically copy the URL that maybe you want to send someone to because you can schedule all that. But you still have to, it'll automatically put the pictures in your phone when like the notification pops up on your phone. But then you also have to like paste the link on the photo or story that you were trying to do, right? So if you want to hear more details about specific ones, let me know based on what is in my client's programs. I may or may not do certain things. Later is one that I don't mind sharing. Active campaign is one I don't mind sharing. Like Canva and G Suite, those are fine. When it comes down to Kajabi and Samcart, I can show certain things, but I actually show my clients how to build funnels in those. And so certain questions may not be able to be answered specifically because the way that I teach it, which is a very simple way of getting things done, it is within the intellectual property of my proprietary programs, if that makes sense, like DTA, the Academy for Private Practice and our mastermind. So, but again, if you want to hear more about some of these, just take a picture, snapshot of this podcast, post it on Instagram, tag me and tell me your biggest takeaway and what you want to hear about more. Also, tell two therapists that you know about my podcast. My mission this year is to make as double of an impact that I did in 2021 um, because I know that there are a lot of therapists that are suffering in silence. There are a lot of therapists that may feel like they don't even need no help. Some of them aren't even aware of what they don't know. And so sometimes it takes just personal development, such as my podcast, to highlight certain things about therapists in business. And so I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Again, I'm going to be working on some great things in terms of getting these links available to you in a seamless way on my website. But as of for now, just check out the links in the show notes and we will also work on getting the equipment that people have asked for on a designated page so that you can see what those benefits are as well. So I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 